You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I am Colin. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. It's the tastiest protein bar on planet Earth. Uh, We're back. Was it an eventful weekend for... We are back. For a lot of UGA graduates what? and non-playing and non, non-graduates. non-graduates yeah i was trying to <laughs> trying to think of the term for that daniel there's no other it's term just, for that it's called uh not a graduate yeah <laughs> former attendee for, yeah, they, uh, that's that's the term uh um, hey, yeah eventful, drafted, eventful weekend a lot of dollars being passed around a lot of georgia bulldogs found their way into the nfl via one platform or another um a lot, of, a lot of them. In fact, some would say the most. Some would say record-breaking if mm-hmm. I were to if, – if we had metrics to measure those sorts of things, Daniel. And we are going to get to all of them. We're going to give you a recap of the draft, give us – or give you our opinions on where they went, what the fit is, what we think, some general notes on it, so that you can be well-informed as a fan. And that's a great segment to say we're fans, not anything else. We're not gurus. We're not insiders. Heck, I don't. I don't even think technically I can be counted as a reporter of anything. Daniel, I'm not Are part you, of. You're I, not trying to report. I'm not trying to report nothing here. I'm trying to talk like a fan does, which is exactly why you're here on this podcast because you want to hear real fans talk to other real fans about UGA football and basketball. That's correct, and um, that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk. Uh, like fans talk because that's what we are. We're not gurus or insiders. We're not trying to take ourselves too seriously. We're just trying to entertain and have a good time and mm. talk about Georgia football. Uh, and so we're glad that you're here. Obviously, as Clint said, it was an eventful weekend, and we got a bunch to cover this week as it relates to the draft and Georgia's team next year, uh, minus all of these key players. But first... Thanks for listening, and as always, we would love it if you would subscribe to the podcast. That's how you can get it downloaded to the device of your choosing each and every day. We are here five days a week talking like fans do, and we'd love to have you along for the ride. If you do enjoy the podcast, leave us a five-star rating and review if you can crack the secret code and figure out how to do such a thing. Uh, We would love it a great deal if you would do that. Thank you to all of you who have done that, Um, and... um, Thank you to all of you who have not taken it back after you did it. That That's a special thing when you leave us a five-star rating and review. And then don't immediately <clears throat> take it back. Um, if you want to reach out, we would love to get into contact with you. We would love to chat and hear your thoughts and opinions. If you've got a this or that for Thursday, uh, time is running out, so you can get that to us. And you can do that. Via the email address, which is LockedOnBulldogs at gmail.com, or via the Twitter machine, which is at DogsPodcast. Um, all of that is just the introductory stuff, but Clint, let's jump in to the mm. 2021 NFL Draft. Georgia did have a first-round pick. Oh, yeah. They did not have multiple first-round picks, and it was not the guy that we thought was going to be the first-round pick. No, Daniel, no. This is what's shocking to me about this. All the consternation and all the discussion we had about who was going to be first round, we had Aziz penciled in apparently knee injuries uh, from some Ooh. medical thing Ooh. going around out there. <clears throat> Don't sure know exactly. thing. 
whatever that is. Uh, no, Eric Stokes goes 29 to the Green Bay Packers, uh, which is alarming on a lot of fronts. Aaron Rodgers called. He's still uh, pissed. He ain't he ain't interested in <laughs> the Green Bay Packers no. or any such nonsense. No, he's not, Daniel. But Eric Stokes is, and he will be suiting up for the Green Bay Packers. Now, right off the bat, um, it was evident that the Packers fell in love with Eric Stokes' explosiveness. You heard that time and time and time again. The explosiveness and the measurables mm-hmm. and the testing and the 40 mm-hmm. and the cone and the armage, all of that. Eric Stokes went out and got himself paid because he put in hard work at the gym and showed up at the track, which he was a track field star before coming to UGA. Uh, and then he balled out on the field. So Daniel, I, I was shocked by this, Daniel. Um, yeah. I mean, I was shocked by it, but at the same time, we do think Eric Stokes has high round talent. Yep. We know that um, he's going to be in position. We know that he's got the speed. We know that there's nobody that's going to run by him. He's going to be able to recover. Um, we know that he's smart. Um, and so, absolutely, Eric Stokes, we, we think, is a great corner. We didn't yep. happen to think that he was the best corner on the team, but... We think he's a great corner, and listen, the other corner got picked four spots behind him, so it's not really like one is markedly better than the other in terms of the NFL experts, but congratulations to Eric Stokes, headed to Green Bay. ESPN's got the early depth charts out, Clint, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna oh, to reference geez. them. I'm going to reference them quite a bit here, but um, ESPN's got Eric Stokes penciled in as the second teamer. Right off the jump, right out of the gates. Starting corners are Jair Alexander and Kevin King. You know anybody named Kevin King, Clint? Is that a name that... No, do not know this gentleman. But Kevin King is the starting corner on the right side. He played at Washington. Um, Oh, sure. He was was a second-round pick in 2017. So, um, you know... I mean, he's got six career interceptions. I don't really know what to say about him. Like he, I mean, I think he's a fine corner. But sure. that's probably going to be Eric Stokes' best chance of getting on the field is to yeah, uh, jump ahead of him. Alexander is a good good cornerback. Plays very Absolutely. well. Absolutely. So, uh, but second team right out of the gate, that's a good situation. Eric Stokes going into down there in Green Bay and – uh, now who knows if they're going to win any games or not? But let's just... it's hard to win without the quarterback as a it's... position. When the MVP says, "I'll pass on playing for your team," <laughs> that's not it's not a great look. Um, uh, but as we mentioned, four picks later, first pick of mm. the second round. Mm. Um, the Jacksonville Jaguars had all night to think about how bad they wanted Tyson Campbell, and they came out the next Guns the next blazing. evening they and said, they said, "Give me him. Let get, me have him get right over now." Here. Um, Urban Meyer, Georgia fans famously upset at Urban Meyer for saying, "To hell with Georgia." To sure. a, I don't care. I don't. What I don't. I I don't. You know the care. last time? Ask me the last time I care what Urban Meyer said about anything. Uh yeah, listen. What Urban Meyer does on his yacht is his business. His business, and that yeah. is and and to be honest, guys, you don't want to know. I, I want to keep it that way. Yeah, see something, don't say something. That's the rule we try to follow around here. <laughs> but Tyson Campbell goes to Jacksonville. Um, a couple of name brand corners down there in Jacksonville: C.J. Henderson, the for, former Florida Gator, <laughs> and Shaquille Griffin. Um. Playing yep. playing corner down there. Those are two 
pretty solid corners. But again, the ESPN's got Tyson Campbell penciled right into that second team spot ahead of several veterans on the team. And so I expect him to get plenty of playing time um, early in his career. Dime plenty of opportunities are going to be coming yeah. calling. Absolutely. The, the, the amount of times that there are only two corners on the field in the NFL is few and far between. So few. expect Tyson Campbell to get plenty of run. Um, and I thought this was right around the area that I thought he would go. I did think he might yep. sneak into the first round. But honestly, I kind of had him penciled in as an early second-round pick, and so this pick was not really a surprise to me uh, no, whatsoever, Clint. Not surprising at all. Jacksonville went ahead and got some good, incredible depth on their team. Tyson Campbell's going to make a really, really good NFL corner. And if Mel Kuyper one more time talks about needing to coach him up and Kirby Smart not being able to coach him up in the defensive back, um, I shut swear, up. Mel. Shut up, Mel. You have no what, idea what you're talking about. No literally. idea what you're talking about. You, you were cool. 15. I don't know what, how you signed a 25-year contract. Was Mel? he, though? Well, that, was he? I, that's why He was the only, only, buddy, only person with a pulse that they can get out there on the TV screen and mm-hmm. talk about drafts. And he apparently has a photographic memory to remember Todd all the Mc, players' names. Todd McShay is still up there in the crane at Mizzou. He can't even get down. He's still, he's still stuck up in the crane. I'll never forget let, as long as I live. Let the record um, state, we watched Todd McShay sweat his way to the top of the crane at Mizzou. And they did not uh, pan off of him. And that microphone was that catching was, the breaths that he was that sucking was wind. Tough. Oh it was my tough gosh. to watch. Touch TV. Um, Tyson Campbell gets into a good situation in Jacksonville. Very, very happy to see him over there. Uh, hey, we're going to come back talk about Aziz and Monty, where they landed. But first, we'll let you know about betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is your sports book experts. That's right. Go over to betonline.ag right now. Let them know we sent you by putting locked on into the promo code and get 50% of your deposit right on top. Whether you're doing money line bets, futures, you're doing a little parlay, NBA. Uh, I think you can get some action right now for some NBA conference games, some little look-aheads to that, uh, some seating if you could. Um, yeah, absolutely. Go over to betonline.ag. Let them know we sent you putting locked on in the promo code, and you get free money. That's 50% of your deposit. You put 100 bucks, you get 50 bucks on top. 200 you get 100 bucks on top, and so on and so forth. Betonline.ag, your sportsbook experts. All right, the man that we thought was going to go in the first round that did not, Aziz Ojolari, fell because of some mystery medical thing that's going on, which... Because people are idiots. That's why it fell, Clint. There it is. people are idiots. Except except for the Titans. I'm sorry. Uh, The the New York Giants. Giants. Giants are not You're getting ahead of yourself. Well, because I'm getting really excited because I want to talk about Uh, Monday Rice. But first. yeah. um, Aziz Ojolari goes at pick number 50. To the New York Giants, the Giants love to draft Georgia players. Um, Aziz Boy, now reunited with Tay Crowder uh, in uh, the New York Giants system. And uh, listen, there's just no reason to uh, beat around the bush. Uh, ESPN's got him slotted right in as a starter. Day one. No. Yeah, they do. And, and Clint, do you disagree? Aziz Ojolari coming what? to play. You know what? I don't disagree at all. No, you don't. No, not one bit. I think of uh, Lorenzo Carter is going to be on the opposite side of him. Yep. Right? Okay. Yep. All right. We'll check that out okay, real quick. Okay, now. 
okay, okay now. So we, we talking, just we just had a little Mount Rushmore situation. Oh, we, just, we, we did. Oh, this is a real life all decade team we just talked okay. about. <laughs> okay. okay. Oh okay. no. Uh, look, yeah. that is incredible to talk about those guys uh, being on I'm about to get myself in it. I'm about to get an NFL Sunday ticket package right now. I'm looking it up right now just so I can watch Giants games this year. Why, why wouldn't you do so? Why um, not? Uh, look, I think he has a very, very good shot doing it, getting onto the starting field right off the bat. He's going to address huge pass rush need for the Giants. They famously did not get at the passer that much outside of Lorenzo Carter, who had, I think, eight sacks last year, um, something like uh, that. Good year for Lorenzo Carter last year, yes. Uh, okay, fantastic. Um, so I, I think, uh, or the year before that, um, uh, I think Aziz comes in there. Great situation, great setup. Yes, the Giants have a pipeline down to Athens, and I couldn't be happier for him. Um, Andrew Thomas over there going to be giving some reps and uh, having some fights, which should be a lot of fun, Daniel. Yeah, um, Giants got a lot of dudes uh, from the uh, from the Georgia Bulldogs, and Aziz just joins them. He's going to fit right in, and I expect him to make an impact. But that's not the player we're here to talk about, Clint. Nope, 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 nope. Here because is, the man is coming home. The man Oof. is coming home. Monty Rice coming to the hometown Tennessee Titans. Now listen, Monty, Oof. if you're listening to the podcast, and thank you for we know listening you are. to the podcast. If you need a friendly face, just show you around the city. Mm. I'll just pick up some dinner. Just, just mm. point you in the right direction for all, all the places you need to go. Hit us up over at Lockdown Bulldogs. I'd be happy to show you around. Um, Monty Rice is coming to Tennessee. Grew up a Tennessee Titans fan, which yes, is he did. just so much fun. And now... The young man's dream is coming true. He's not only been drafted into the NFL, but he's been drafted by uh, the Tennessee Titans. He goes at pick number 92, which I thought we thought he might slip. And we would be on this podcast talking about how NFL GMs overlook Monty Rice. But Tennessee, they must have liked what they saw. No, this is look, guys. When you talk about middle linebackers, you're talking about uh, like Roquan Smith goes in the first round, second round, like that type of talent goes up there. But middle linebackers in the NFL, like this is where you get quality good starters. Okay, that's rounds right. three and four down here. To that point, Jay and Brown on the Titans went in the fifth round. Okay, he's mm. he's a inside linebacker. Jan Johnson, uh, mm -hmm. also a rookie this year out of Penn State, uh, and then you. You got you got our boy Monty Rice right there. This is where you go to get them. Tennessee is going to have a couple of decisions being made in the future about contracts and linebackers that are on the team, uh, and he could not have landed in a better spot. Okay, uh, yeah, that's Vrabel, absolutely. Vrabel loves correct. himself linebackers. He's a linebacker himself, ex linebacker. Loves tough nose. We're going to talk about a better fit in a little bit here. Uh, but Monty Rice, fantastic in there. And really quick, all those who were talking about Monty Rice's size being a problem, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, really quick. No, you no know the other, the other two inside linebackers, Daniel, on Tennessee? Mm hmm. 6'2, uh, 230, mm -hmm. 6'2, 226. Oh, Monty okay. Rice, 6'1, 235. Oh, so the same. So the same. So he's the same. He's the same. So what you're saying is that draft gurus are, wait for it, just talking to hear themselves talk? There it is. Okay. There we go. 
Well, if he could just get coached up at Georgia, then he probably would be pretty good. Monty Rice would be. Sure. Isn't that right, Mel? Sure. Monty Rice. Uh, now, he was a five-star coming out of high school. Oh, right, I'm sorry. We forgot, to, we forgot to mention Eric Stokes. Oh. All three of his stars, first-round oh. pick. Um, How about Monty Rice? All three mm. of his stars. Got, Kirby can't develop them. No. The, thing, the thing about Kirby, if you know anything about anything, is he can't develop them. He ain't going to do it. He two can't do two it. quick things really quick. One, stop tweeting at uh, – well, a rule that we have. Stop tweeting at young men making college decisions. That's their business. Never do Cheer that. Cheer them on. Okay? Two, an even worse sin. Mm. Never. Don't tweet at Florida fan. Just, Don't do it. Just stop. I implore you. No, Don't do it. You might contract an STD just by doing that act, Daniel. You could do it. Listen to me. If you saw somebody defecate on the sidewalk, uh huh, you would not go over and pick it up to verify what it was. That's <laughs> what tweeting at a Florida <laughs> fan is. You understand? That's, that's what we're trying to because say. Because just because you're not the turd doesn't mean you didn't get your hands dirty. That's what I'm trying to say. Don't, like, don't touch that don't stuff. Don't do it. Don't touch it. Don't uh, go near it. Monty Rice in a perfect position. He's going to be just fine. Cannot be more thrilled for him. He's going to compete day one for that uh, job. No job in Tennessee is uh, guaranteed uh, over yeah. there, Daniel. Welcome to Nashville, Monty Rice. You're going to do great here. I cannot wait to watch. Uh, we'll be back. we got a couple more guys we're going to talk about today, and then obviously some more guys we'll, we'll get to tomorrow on the podcast. But first, let's tell you about Bill Bar. Clint already told you it's the best-tasting protein bar on planet Earth, so I don't really know what else there is left for me to say. I there guess I'm finished with the ad read. It's no, the no, best-tasting protein bar. There's, um, it's keto-approved. It's high in protein. It's low in sugar. It's low in uh, – it's high in fiber, uh, and it tastes delicious. That's the most important thing about it. It's good for you. It's great uh, pre-workout, post-workout, late afternoon, pick-me-up, uh, meal replacement, on the way to work, whatever you need. Built Bar can do it, and it's the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. There's delicious fruit flavors. There's uh, brownie flavors, cheesecake flavors. There's chocolate flavors, caramel flavors. There's a million different flavors of Built Bar, and every single one of them is verified delicious. Go to BuiltBar.com and enter the promo code LOCKED on 20 and you're going to get 20 percent off your order that's billbar.com promo code locked on 20 for 20 percent off your order daniel let's just let's just cut to the chase right now ben cleveland could not find himself in a more advantageous position in his whole entire life that's if you were to just write on a napkin Uh uh-huh the name of an NFL team that likes to tote the rock, run the ball. Yep. Okay? Um, there would only be two that you would write down because that's not how the NFL works. They're, the names of those teams would be the Tennessee Titans uh-huh. because they have the best running back not named Nick Chubb in the NFL. Don't don't fight with me. Uh, and, and the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. The Baltimore Ravens love to run the ball. I think it has to something to do with the fact their quarterback can't throw the ball. I think that so, I think that detriments your passing attack. And so, what's been Cleveland real good at, Clint? Uh, road grading Mauler. Yeah. yeah, struggles maybe a little bit in the pass pro. Not sure. an issue. Not an issue. Sure. Because and when Baltimore, we say struggle, by the way, when we say struggle, we understand the metrics say he didn't give up pressures and sacks in pass pro. I understand sure. that. Look at the tape. 
It's mm-hmm. not his strength. Okay, he struggled in pass pro. It is, but um, again, not a ton of that really necessary there in Baltimore, Mm-mm. and he is going to slide into an offensive line, probably in a backup role to begin with. But listen, you know he can come in, he can play both those guard spots. Somebody's yep. going to go down, somebody's going to need a blow. He's going to find his way onto that field, and once he finds his way onto the field, I think, I think Lamar Jackson and J.K. Dobbins are going to say, uh, I want this guy to be out here more often because it's he more fun. opens up holes. It's more fun to run when this big fellow's out here uh, um, grading away. So I heard one Baltimore Beat reporter say that the most likely of their draft class to be multiple pro bowler is one Ben Cleveland. It's a system where he's going to shine, Clint. That, that's Absolutely. Um, we did he, not say going into this draft that Ben Cleveland is most likely Bulldog to become a multiple Pro Bowler, but he might be. Now all of a sudden. Now, now all of a sudden, sudden it looks like it. It doesn't matter where you get taken. It matters who you get taken by, and Ben Cleveland is um, – he's been taken by a, a pretty good fit down at Baltimore. That's, is that great? Um, now, the surprise, really the surprise for UGA. Okay, I know we're going to get to DJ Daniel, Mark Webb, kind of where they went and where they didn't go. Richard LeCount, fifth round. We're going to get to that tomorrow. But um, Trey McKitty, why don't you just come Trey over McKinney. to UGA? Why don't you use that Power G logo to bolster uh-huh. your stock yeah, you and did. get selected yeah, higher than I ever thought possible? For yeah, yourself, you did. Uh, and he goes to the L.A. Chargers, the L.A. San Diego of L.A. of Orange County, whatever they are, Chargers. It doesn't matter. Um, it doesn't matter. I don't care. Uh, and he gets tight end right over there. Good for you, Trey. I couldn't be happier for you. He goes ninety seventh to uh, to the Chargers. Um, somebody asked me. Somebody asked me what Trey McKitty's going to do in the NFL, and I promise you, my answer will be: I don't know. I've never seen I, him play. I don't know. I don't six, know. Like six six receptions. Like I've never seen him play, so like I get he was running around out there a little bit, but like I don't I don't know I don't know what he's gonna do. Like he's he might be fine. He might be. He might be. Uh, Jared Cook and Donald Parham Jr. are his most likely competition. Donald Parham is a uh, one-year pro out of Stetson. Daniel Stetson. Stetson Bennett. At a Stetson, but no, the mailman. No, no, no. The mailman did he not. He is actually give the them. mailman's son, Donald Parham Jr. <laughs> uh, Jared Cook. If you don't know who Jared Cook is, he's been in the league a long time. Several years. Uh, several years. He is thirty-four years old. Um, led the team with thirty-seven receptions, five hundred and four yards. Uh, Trey McKitty got all the chance in the world. He's athletic. He's big. He's tall. He's muscular. Like he, he's just got that it factor there to try to make his way onto an NFL roster, and I think he will. It's very simple. So what, uh, so what you're saying is, Clint, if I'm reading this correctly, I wasn't going to go down this road, but, I mean, it mm. feels like you took me right down it. What you're saying is is that Trey McKitty was playing at a different school. Okay, here we go. And then oh, no. he decided to transfer to Georgia uh-huh. in now, order COVID. to improve his draft stock. Now, COVID hit, by the way, just so you know. And then COVID hits, and he uh-huh. said, well, in order to improve my draft stock... I have to. I will probably want to play some games. Oh, yep. So that okay. people who watch football, again, for a living, full-time. It's their full-time job. To watch tape. There are staffs of people 
like scores of people per team yes. whose full-time job it is. They do nothing else. Quite Their literally. Full-time job. We're, we're not exaggerating when we say is that. Is to watch people play football. And so Trey McKitty said, I better get out there and play some football so they can watch me. Oh, no. And then uh-huh. he did that, and he parlayed it into a, being drafted? That's what you're saying? Uh, of all the land, Daniel. Uh-huh. Okay. Top 100 players in all the entire land. Uh-huh. And he's being now employed uh-huh. with a guaranteed contract Okay, to do the thing that he loves because he's suited up and played a full season without having showcased his entire repertoire mm-hmm. of skills. So we're, what we're saying is, and this is mm-hmm. all we're saying. I can't Nobody say anything more than out of shape. All we're saying is that it seems like Trey McKitty made a really good business decision. Trey McKitty, whatever advice your dad gave mm, you, that's right. G- good on you, Trey. Good on you because that was a wise decision. Uh, you'd like to see everybody make that that wise of a decision, but sadly you sometimes you don't. Uh, you we'll would. be back tomorrow. We've got more draft picks to cover. Um, and uh, yeah, we're getting into the late rounds. Some beloved Bulldogs. The biggest mm. faller of the UGA mm-hmm. class and uh, some undrafted free agents and where they're headed. All of that is coming up tomorrow on the podcast, and we will see you guys then. See you.